Greetings, friends of Essential Aromatica. Today's episode is another spotlight on aromatherapy with my special guest, Juliana Kariva. Juliana is an international award-winning choir conductor, vocalist, vocal and piano teacher, and of course, an aromatherapist. She is a graduate of the State Academy of Music in Belarus, where she studied choir conducting and classical vocalism. Since then, she has conducted multiple choirs for eight years. She was a leading soprano of a national vocal group for seven years, performing classical, spiritual, folk, and jazz music around the world. She has worked in Poland, China, and currently resides and works in the UAE as a vocal and piano teacher. Juliana summed it up very nicely uh, in her correspondence regarding her professional life in music. We didn't even touch on aromatherapy. My musical journey has been as long as eight years of musical school, four years of college, five years of academy, and over 10 years of experience. So a very musical life indeed. And what about aromatherapy? She first encountered essential oils 15 years ago when her aunt opened the first aromatherapy center in her city. Juliana learned from her aunt's actual practice of aromatherapy alongside attending her educational sessions and courses. From there, she studied at the very well-respected Tisserand Institute and the Essence of Time College of Holistic Studies. I met Juliana through the aromatherapy community, specifically through Instagram, and I saw and more importantly heard what she is doing on Instagram. And what she does is she um, translates sense into music notes. Uh, <laughs> the pun, I love it. And what she notes as original olfactory auditory congruence, which oh, just gives me shivers saying that. We invite you to find a quiet space and settle in. Look forward to hearing some of her work today. And before we get to hear her lovely voice, uh, please find Juliana on Instagram as Olfactory Sounds. That's all one word. And now without further ado, especially it's very late, it's the evening there. Juliana, thank you for being here. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Amy. So glad to be here with you. Yes, um, I really was floored when I started to see what you were putting out on Instagram of, I'll say, translating, you know, accompanying music and composing pieces <laughs> based really? on aromatherapy. I was just like, oh, it just moves me so much. Um, I don't want to jump into that already, but. Okay, let's jump. No, just I know, let's jump right in. I, I usually start off with like, how's the weather over there? You know, how is the weather <laughs> over? And it's like, what a change from Belarus to the United Arab Emirates, right? Huge, huge change. Yeah, huge. What, may it's I hot ask what, outside and it's, cold, and it's cold inside. So I basically don't wear anything for summertime. I wear everything for wintertime because I spend a lot of time inside, indoor under air conditioner so all the clothes are for winter living in the uae wow that's amazing when did you move there would you say uh when yeah when yeah when it was around four four and a half years ago wow that's awesome and you currently just to share with our lovely audience you currently are a you teach um an instructor yeah. at a at a yeah i do school. 
It's a, it's a music institute where everybody, including kids or adults, can take classes. That's awesome. Um, so when did your music, love of music start? And you specialize in vocals. I'm just, I'd love to hear about that. It's difficult to say when it started because I it feels like I was born with it because I I was singing before I started to speak actually so it was a very smooth uh, integration of uh, learning to speak and singing at the same time I guess well, I was born with the, that love but I don't have any musicians in my family it's yeah it's very interesting i know as i was going to ask if you grew up around musical parents or Mm. family no no that is so amazing not amazing but it's just it's very cool how we're all so individual absolutely Yeah. yeah yeah it's not genes yeah if I would get jeans, I would be probably a nurse or a doctor like my mom. But no, but uh, yeah, a little bit of it in aromatherapy. So it is there. Yeah, and I, I can't wait to, to delve into uh, the aromatherapy part. But I, I do um, want to ask about you. You conduct, and I'm just wondering. And you express a passion for conducting, like what's that what led you down that path so you started singing and then suddenly like it takes a lot to be a conductor right uh it does take a lot Uh, first of all when I graduated uh, from a musical school and for us it's a proper school it's not just a hobby where you are taking separate classes it was a proper musical school where I had to study for seven years to get my diploma. And then one extra year I took for, to prepare for college. I knew I wanted to sing. That's that's what I was aiming at. One of my teachers, she wanted me to be a pianist. The second one wanted me to be a conductor, but I wanted to be a singer. I ended up being at a conducting department without me knowing, but... Uh, But anyway, as a conductor, as a choir conductor, you have to sing and you have to learn singing because that's what you are dealing with. You are dealing with voices and you cannot conduct without knowing how a voice works or how to teach singing because it's very close. Mm. Uh, So basically singing and conducting um, were my major subjects. And as well, other subjects like theory. So I started uh, conducting in college, in academy, and it took me four plus five, nine, nine years. Nine years. It's something that is difficult to describe uh, with words. You need to experience. I know many people don't understand uh, choral music and they find it boring. However, many people I meet, they used to sing in in choirs, in churches or at school. And uh, when uh, people ask me what I'm doing and I'm saying I'm a conductor, uh, immediately a response comes to me, ah, that's what you are doing, moving their hands, they move hands, yeah. 
I, uh, in the beginning, I was very angry because it's not the only thing I'm doing. <laughs> there is much more. And then I just accepted. I said, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm doing. That's what I've been learning for so many years. I mean, but, I, yeah. I just wanted to share that. I wish I thought of this. I saw a documentary probably last year about the first female conductor mm -hmm. of, a, of an orchestra. Um, and I think first lesbian female conductor is a documentary about Whoa. her and she, she was in the US and it was, it was groundbreaking. And I got to have a better understanding of what it takes to be a conductor. Because like you said, you just imagine the person moving their hands when it's like, you're the mastermind. Everyone's looking to you. You're holding it together, right? You're, you, well, you, you're holding the piece together and guiding the entire thing absolutely yeah it's different uh choir and an orchestra it's it's different of course mm -hmm. but if we speak about the choir every voice is a unit but your goal as a conductor to put all these units into one big entity a voice can live without you let's say you are singing in my choir you don't need me. You can sing alone, right? But when we add uh, 50 people more and you start to sing together, you will have your pace, you will have your uh, goal, your speed, your dynamics. You will decide to breathe when you want to breathe. So mm -hmm. it's my task as a conductor to unite all those individuals into one big entity and to make everybody breathe at the same time harmoniously to move at the same pace but it's only basic what's deeper is uh, emotions feelings mm -hmm. you need to share the same uh, the same interpretation of a musical piece and my goal as a conductor before coming to the choir to learn about a piece and a composer i'm going to present and teach I need to understand what the composer meant or mm -hmm. what he or she wanted to express. And then my goal to, in a way, um, make my choristers believe me. Why do I think I need to do it in this way? So it's a, it's a living organism. It's a moving organism. And it's, uh, it's larger than myself. It can consist 30 or, four or 50 or 100 people, and everybody is just individual. That's just so beautiful. I just, um, I'm thinking about your, I feel like I can relate to you in a way that I love poetry. And when I read a poem, it takes me a long time to get the cadence down, the rhythm, mm -hmm. to think what was the poet what were they doing? What was what were they trying to convey? Because if you're to read a poem True. out loud, you have to try to get inside of it, right? So it's like yes, getting inside absolutely. of it. Yeah. 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 That's um thank you so much for sharing that. It's incredibly enlightening. Thank you for asking. I can talk yeah. about it hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish one day one day to see you perform or hear you in person. Um, I will be happy so, to see you. Well, when and you turn to, my back and turn my back to your face to present a choir. 
Because it's interesting, right? (laughs) I need to turn my back to people to make them feel beauty, to experience this beautiful uh, frequency of voices. That is that is pretty it's fascinating. Fun. I, yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's like, and it, that must be interesting because it's it's not about you, right? Because you, you're describing this, and we can start to talk about this with the plants too. Right? It's like you're part of an organism, like you said, and like yeah. you're very important. But it's like your back is to the audience. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. <laughs> um, so. I'm just so excited to share the musical pieces you made. Uh, but before we go into that, like mm-hmm. music, you grew up, you learned to sing before you spoke, and then aromatherapy comes into your life through your wonderful aunt. So what yes. what pulled you in and made you stay on the path to study at the Tisserin Institute and at the, um, what's that college, the Time College? Like, what was that all about? It was about confusion and uh, I'm the person who loves to have clarity about things. So when I was under my aunt, I had clarity because she was guiding me. She was giving me information about safety, about how to use what they, what certain oils can be used for or what they mean energetically. But when I was left alone, the guidance has disappeared. I didn't have anything. And of course, where we go, we go to Google. (laughs) And it's just, it's disaster. You are just (laughs) sinking. You don't know how to swim. I think I still don't know how to swim in Google Ocean. (laughs) It's difficult. It's something you need to learn constantly. So the confusion led me to search for good and trustworthy sources of information. And of course, I went, I took a couple of uh, certificates, maybe even not a couple, a lot. And some of them, now I understand that some of them were not as good, not were not even good at all. And I would not, now being as an aromatherapist, I would not share that information with people. So it's very important to find a source of information that you can trust. Not to be blind with, oh, yes, I love it, so it's good. It's not necessarily like that. And Mm. then when I moved to UAE and I didn't have access to the oils I was using in Belarus that my aunt was bringing, uh, I started to search uh, here. And what I saw, I saw a lot of essential oils being sold at uh, supermarkets, Mm. pharmacy. And I would smell them and I was even more confused. No, but how come it's it smells okay? Okay, some of them were good, but it cannot be. Why I was taught that it's very expensive, it's very mm. difficult to find, but here is such a cheap price. So all these things, I was trying to find uh, answers to these questions, led me to, okay, I have to, because if I want to speak about it to people, because I love it and I believe in it, I need to speak the truth and I need mm-hmm. to speak honestly. I don't want to blind anybody. This this will not work long term. So that's how I became an aromatherapist. 
I love that. I, I am simpatico with you and that I was just compelled to study because these things came into my life. And I'm like, who are you? And I want to know more. And you're touching on something that I like. I go to big box stores, you know, pharmacies here. Yeah. And you like, I never want to bash a brand, but mm -hmm. like I share with people that ask me, it's like smelly oil. That's what you have to do to see if it's very good. Like I describe mm -hmm. it often, a good oil is a poem or is musical. It's it has its notes in it to go on the musical theme. And there's a lot of junk out there. <laughs> True, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and it's really sad. Um, but I don't wanna necessarily go down that rabbit hole, but I appreciate you sharing that. So you had this wonderful aunt of yours you she knew where to get good oils europe is just filled with gorgeous plants oh you come from a very rich area of gorgeous yeah, plants yeah and yeah there is a lot of confusion out there i appreciate you sharing this uh because there are a lot of aromatherapy schools out there i'm a teacher i offer content i come from a good place but it's like we want to have someone that's reputable so would you mind just sharing, um, a, do you have any tips for people that are listening? Maybe one or two things of like, what is, makes a good school when you were looking around? Like what, what were a few things you looked for actually? I think the uh, first thing that comes to my mind is rationality. You need to see how people speak. You can distinguish uh, if a person is totally, uh, blinded with what he or she is doing or there is a sense of uh, rationality okay this is right this is wrong this is nice this is uh, not actually good there should be a balance there cannot be only it's so amazing try and it will heal you and you will be almost like a saint <laughs> to know how else to explain or mm -hmm. it will give you life like long long happy life and you will be young all the <laughs> way along when you apply frankincense on your face but... i love that it's so true <laughs> this is gonna change your life and you're gonna make me lots of money by buying my oils all the time and yeah <laughs> true. But oh you also God. need a lot of lavender to sleep well, because these things will not make you sleep well as soon as you step into. Uh, it's it's many things come together to find a good school. It's the yeah. depth of education, I think, the mm -hmm. variety of uh, lessons. It should not be, okay, we're teaching energetics and we're teaching uh, how to apply for for health issues it doesn't have to be it can be specialized at something only one thing but i think you feel it if you have this sense of feeling or intuition you can feel it the main thing is not to let people blind you and uh, sit on your ears if it makes sense if the phrase makes sense and just to blubber you need to have your sense of understanding and think, okay, is the person trying to sell or she is really doing a good job to 
tell me how good things are. Yeah. I appreciate that. And, and I just want to pause because I'm always battling that notion of selling, selling aromatherapy certification, selling classes, selling product. When we're talking about plants, just like music, music can be free. Your voice is free. Your breath is free. We can go and pick the lavender bud and smell it. In a sense, it's free. So there's that that sense of like you're saying rationality let's call it what it is um and yeah who who are your teachers <laughs> uh, yes absolutely yeah wow um so i want to segue into hearing the pieces that you um composed so we were just for some uh, for our listeners, uh, we were in touch and Juliana generously asked, well, like, what oils do you want to explore? I'm like, what? So I was thinking frankincense because you live in the UAE. So frankincense is kind of from that area. And then jasmine is gorgeous and, you know, from, you know, generally what, India. And then we yeah, were exploring sure. vet vetiver. Vetiver, yeah. Um, and... So if you have your oils for the our lovely listeners, go get your oils, or if you have like vetiver root to make a tea, just get those out. Um, because I'm gonna read this note that I wrote down, but have them out. And what we're going to do is I'll play the recording and then I love you, Liana, to talk about it. And then I'll banter and we'll talk about maybe some of the therapeutics of the oil and the plant, and then we'll go to the next one. Um, but I'm just gonna read this little bullet point um, that I shared with you, Liana, in our discussion guide. So your art, Liana, of interpreting essential oils to sound seems to me like conducting as um, genuine and authentic essential oils are made of several chemical constituents. This is often where I will share with clients and students and people like liberate the oil, as I say, from the bottle to get all the chemistry and let the evaporation rates come out. So put your um, put your frankincense on a scent strip or a cotton pad. It's really, really nice to do that to um, yeah. get the full experience. Um, so I often describe single oils to people as a song, as a symphony, or even a poem. So that's, that's why, beautiful. right? We have to, like, if you go to the drugstore and buy lavender oil, it might smell kind of blah, but if we get a really good lavender oil, sometimes I move it, to tears, you know? <laughs> it smells blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I love it. Um, so let's get our frankincense out. And I'm going to put a little bit on a scent strip. And what I'm going to do is play. In theory, this is going to work out just what lovely. Um, because I learned how to do this on Zoom. So here we go for frankincense. Are you ready, Juliana? Yes. Yay, okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Did you hear that okay? Yep. Great. It worked. Uh, it so worked yeah, with some breaking, breaking in the sound, but of course I could hear it. So what, um, you don't have to share your process with us because it's, it, it is what it is, but I don't know, frankincense. <sighs> I think I sh I think I should share the process a little bit because it's probably not how people might imagine how I'm doing. The first chord I played, it's a chord how exactly I hear the smell so just without any music it's just the chord that when i smell i hear those notes and i just need to come to the piano and find those notes find those notes because i don't have a perfect pitch i cannot hear okay this is e g sharp and and uh, b so i need to come to the piano and find okay this is this note that's what I hear. So the first chord was the chord, how exactly it sounds. And then I don't think of anything. I just focus on the smell. I don't think about uh, what I know about the smell or about the oil. I don't think about its properties or if it's a bass note. I, I just follow the scent. And that's, that's what came out of uh, frankincense and my nose and my fingers yeah it's a very peaceful music it's a uh, it's written in e major i don't know if you are familiar with major and minor in music so I major know. basically major basically describes um, uh it sounds bright and happy and uh, minor sounds uh for sad or dark these are very basic descriptions of major and minor frankincense mm. is a major it's very it's it's not happy it's not the right word it's more joyful but it's bright there is no darkness in it it's very peaceful it's soft and it's quiet and the music uh, well I analyze the music after I, I compose. Yeah. Then it makes sense for me. Okay, let's see what came. Does it make sense? So what about it? Is there any, any similarity in the oil? I'm just making up stories. But you know, if you tell me, can you compose frankincense without smelling? No, I won't. Mm. I won't. It doesn't work. I tried and it doesn't work. And sometimes I try, okay, let me think. This is, uh, I know orange. I, I know how orange smells. Smell. And then I come to the piano and play the chord and then I test myself. I take orange, I smell it and it's different. I cannot mm. lie to myself. It's different. So I have to listen to it. There should be this moment of listening. And then when I composed it and started to analyze, it makes sense. It's very, it's in a way like a, choral music like a choir you know those choirs in uh, in churches there is no melody there are only chords and then it's not loud it can be 
faster a little bit yeah but the music is not developed in a way that there is clear harmony and clear melody it's everybody singing together it's a choral structure it's a lot of chords i think if we could uh, put this music if we could make a choir sing this music it would have been even better i i see that in your future Ah, I hope so. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah this and is... And what... Tell me. Oh, I was just... Uh, go on. I was going to share just a few experiences I had when I first listened to your piece this past weekend, but... Um... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would like to add, because uh, later we will listen to Vertiver, and probably some people will, will notice some similarities, mm -hmm. but... When I was analyzing frankincense, chords are going higher. The music is going higher. There is a mm. little bit of crescendo. Crescendo is when uh, it's an Italian word meaning gradually louder. It's in a way like soul is going up or I don't know, whomever is meditating and feeling this uh, this elevating feeling. That's how the, the music, it's going higher. There is some little move of development. Yeah, that's because that is frankincense. That is the, the elevated, expansive quality is one thing. And when I was first to be frank, and I did share this with you, but with our listeners, I teared up when I first heard your piece and I wasn't smelling the oil. And then I, the second time I listened to it, some tears came to me and it's not like I'm thinking I, I was just experiencing this and it really, um, I was seeing the landscape and the expansiveness of where frankincense would grow. And it wow. had that expansive quality. And I wrote, um, expansive still in a bit barren and it was really your music was hitting me in the solar plexus wow it's a really big intense. compliment thank you oh, <laughs> thank gives you me a lot of it gives me a lot of inspiration because always i do things i mean speaking about music and aromas i'm thinking what am i doing why am i wasting my time why am i trying to put things that are not matching but then I take time and I do myself smelling and listening. And I think, okay, no, it makes sense. No, it makes total sense. And it's such a, a deep, deeper way to work with essential oils. And connect. Because, yeah. And I like you use the word uh, congruence um, in your Instagram. You have that yeah. musical congruence. Mm -hmm. and, um. I do I want to go talking back to frankincense, but I feel it's important when you share with people about an essential oil and they're like, how do I learn them? It's like you have to sit with the oil sure. and shut your mind off. Like you said, you'll go to the piano and you would like you found the chord like that is listening like that's real genuine, like you shutting your ego down and you have your experience supporting you and you go and find it. Because you're listening. Yes, and you're plant. and you are giving your attention to the oil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all that information's coming to you. Um, so I'm curious what our listeners uh, think. I think if we have time, should I play it again? 
Um, I think you want to listen to it again. Unfortunately, I, think... I heard there there are some clicking sounds just yeah. from the piano and uh, pedals. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. It, it was very difficult to record, but. Hey, it is what it is, and you've been very yeah. generous. So I would like to play this again, and I think we don't even have to. You and I already touched upon some of the therapeutic properties, so I think our listeners got that. So I'm going to hit play. Excuse me. So you find the chord first. Yes. This is the chord. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. So uh, I'm just going to say the thing that keeps coming to me and every person's experience can be different with an oil um, is longing kept coming to me. And I just feel like to me, this is it's like getting my soul. <laughs> and I'm not speaking lightly. Um, I really mean that. Um, but what do you think about uh, vetiver? Should we play that one next and then we'll talk Absolutely. about it? Absolutely. Yes, yes. Excellent. Yes. So let me go find vetiver. So as we've heard, you find the chord first. So that's what we're going to hear. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. You are most welcome. Thank you for that. You chose it. <sighs> oh my gosh. When I first listened to that, I wrote floating and easeful. And then um, this happens to me sometimes. 
I um, unwillingly, my head starts to move back and forth. And that started to happen just now, like a metronome kind of, but it's, so what about vetiver? Yes, it's like um, synchronicity. That's nice. Yeah, I think it's good. You put it nicely about metronome because there is a rhythm. There is no melody. We cannot hear any melody in vetiver. It took me uh, a couple of days to listen to it because it's a bass note and that's not how I was uh, writing or composing music. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to smell it for a couple of days. I put it on a cotton and I was uh, taking it with me everywhere just to listen to it, just to see, is are there any changes? Can I catch something else? Because in the beginning, uh, first day I spent, I think I had free time and I spent literally around four hours of listening and trying. And it was the same chord and I was, no, you need to compose. Are you not <laughs> able to compose? No, I was able to compose. I was eager to compose, but nothing else, just the chord. And at, this, at the end of the day, I just became drowsy and sleepy. Mm -hmm. And I think the smell just drugged me <laughs> I continued the next day and the next day it was okay it was a little bit different so I started to search that chord it took quite quite a bit and uh, speaking about vertebra again mm -hmm. it's again it's that choral music like frankincense it has a lot of chords but unlike frankincense Vertiver is minor. That's what I was speaking. You can hear it. It's a little bit more dark. It's deep. It's sad. And again, I started to analyze after I composed, the music goes down as its roots going mm. down. Yeah, so taking you down. So I'm sure it's amazing for root chakra. Yeah. It's very yeah. slow. Mm -hmm. It's very slow. First time I recorded, I listened to it and I felt like, okay, it's a little bit too fast. But mm -hmm. <laughs> on the other, on the other side, I was thinking, but I can't play so slow how vertebra opens up. It will, it will take a couple of days, but it is a very slow <laughs> it, oil. It is. And I love there's so many ways to describe something and to describe the oil through music and listen to it. Cause you know, when you, you sit here and I'm turning my bottle of vetiver over and it's going to take a while for that drop to come out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, True. it's a thick oil. It's from the root. It's incredibly grounding. It's incredibly stabilizing. And I appreciate how you said it's, it's sad. Because you know, I think when that language is used, like it's it's a very supportive oil in in a in a sad way, but not like boohoo sad. It's very like it's just so calm. It's not jumping up and down, you know. And I can't wait to get yes. to Jasmine. Like it's just it's it gives you space to yeah. or a base to hold your emotions. You don't have yeah. to hide them. 
this is your base this is these are my hands please mm -hmm. you are welcome to experience whatever you can or you want whether it's sadness or happiness and you know i tried to smell something while i was doing vertiver i had jasmine next to me because i also <laughs> had some somebody requested to <laughs> compose jasmine i mean you and I try to compose, to put them together. And vertebra is an amazing base to hold a melody. Mm. If I put a melody of Jasmine on, on top of vertebra without even changing the key, uh, it's amazing. It just, it's perfect. Maybe for somebody it will sound, vertebra will sound a little bit boring, but but that's how maybe people think when they first inhale okay what is this i often mm -hmm. hear is it is it peanut peanut no it's not oh. peanut <laughs> yeah i heard it a couple of times about vertebra no it's not peanut that's interesting i just love that because um when you and i can see each other when i was just talking about vertebra is holding my hands out like that just like and i love um learning from students i've had some people share how they work with that are um, like their actual therapists uh like that work with uh, post-traumatic stress disorder mm -hmm. and they um vetiver is a reliable ally to help people sit with their emotions like you're saying and to help process so vetiver is is something that does hold space it creates that space for that because we don't need to push our emotions away. And this yeah. is a wonderful a, oil for that. It's a listener. I think we can describe it, describe it in this way. It's a good listener. Yeah. Yeah, like it lets you do your stuff like you were saying. It's um so should we play? I think we should play it one more time, if that's okay. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um and if we have any more comments, we'll get to share that. But Jasmine's next. Uh, so here we have Vetiver, okay? Uh, it just goes deeper and deeper. <laughs> I agree. Oh, wow. 
So my head was rocking back and forth again. I love when that happens. I really, I'm excited. I'm hoping to hear from you in a couple years where you'll be having a performance where you have the oil or if you have multiple oils in a blend and that's diffused throughout the space um, as you perform. You are raising my mind. <laughs> uh, any thoughts about vetiver before we move to Jasmine? I think uh, whoever whomever listens uh, will have their thoughts. Let's let's give them space. Yes, I agree. So Jasmine uh, is next. And Jasmine is someone I don't work with a lot because it's often an absolute. And um, mm -hmm. recently, thanks to our friend Krishana from Nasarga Farms, I have a Jasmine Otto. So that was why yeah, you're I a lucky asked. one. <laughs> yes, you're a lucky one. I yeah, have absolute. So, but it's still uh, Jasmine is Jasmine. Uh, so I think <laughs> let's play this piece. Um, I'm excited we'll, about it. I need to the personality of Jasmine, and it's fun to have this juxtaposition of. So here we go, and then we'll look forward to hearing from you. Okay, here we go.
This is my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite. Oh my gosh. I I just have to share with you because this is, I think, the third time I've heard it. Mm -hmm. My first impression was playful, bright, alive, sun, spinning, freedom, and languid at the end because you slow down. And this time I had this like knowing glances of an old lover, like, you know, somebody's wow. quirks and then mm -hmm. uh, sunshine flowers and just fields and fields of sun. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, so. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh. Okay. Let me pull myself together. I know. I could listen to it all day. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I was playing the whole day. <laughs> you know, I was I was recording this music and I would say, okay, last time. I'm going to record last time. And I play last time. And after that last time, I said, okay, I'm going to play one more time. And I was already satisfied with the version I recorded, but I said, no, 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 last time. And I understood it wasn't about recording. It was about wanting to play, to be in it. And it took a, a couple of hours saying last time, last time. It was, it's, it's, I just feel it's like mind blowing. It is. I, <laughs> it makes, and this is Jasmine's personality is it's, it's um, hypnotic, people will say, but the, the ecstatic uh, joy, um, I just have this, I, I won't swear, ass-eating grin on my face. Like, <laughs> it's just absolute joy. So you were like, a, not addicted, but you're like, I, I just want to keep going. I want to keep playing. I want to keep playing. Yes, it's, it's, I can't even describe. Okay. So it's, I think it's the longest piece ever I composed about uh, essential oils and about smell and ever, ever I composed. I'm not a composer, okay? Mm. And uh, I'm not a pianist. I did study uh, piano. I can't play piano. It's like you can run, you love to run, but you are not an athlete, you are not a runner. So for me, it's a new territory. I, I teach piano because I know how to teach. I know how to play um, up to high level, but I'm not a professional pianist who yeah. spends uh, 10 to 14 hours of practicing a day. Or I'm not a composer who, who sits and composes and uh, just focuses on it. So it's a new territory for me. And mm -hmm. thanks to essential oils, I, I am in and I'm developing myself my skills mm -hmm. so this is something i was enjoying so much yeah i can play and this is just mind-blowing i composed super long uh, piece it's super beautiful as for me and i can play without any thoughts of okay maybe there will be a mistake no it's just a flow it yeah. puts me in such a flow and if we come back to our analyzing process it's again it's major it's written in d major there and there is a melody 
there is a, a highly evolved melody you can you can easily sing it even yeah like you you feel this move okay i, I want to repeat it unlike vertebrae it's difficult to put um into your voice and sing it jasmine you feel there is that melody like a song yeah and speaking about musical terms uh jasmine is performed with the with rubato uh, it's an italian word because in music there are many italian terms so rubato meaning from italian rubare means to uh, rubbed rubbed time something like that so in music it refers to expressive and rhythmic freedom where you can slightly speed up and then slow down but without without uh, altering the overall pace like it's within so there are those waves and that's what moves you moves your emotion it's not like vertebrae when you said uh, like a metric like you felt like metronome it's strict it's yeah. steady jasmine is not about that there are so many waves of uh, dynamics and also waves of uh, pace of uh, speed of your feeling it's and there are those pauses which uh, were made not intentionally but it's time to breathe in it's like oh, okay a new wave before diving <laughs> let me dive but first i need to breathe in and then dive and then a new wave and I literally was thinking, shall I uh, make it shorter? It's too long because wave uh, after the wave, wave, wave. And I thought, no, please trust. Just make it, even if it's long. No, it, it's... It, made, it made sense. Uh, I was surprised yeah. that it was longer. But the personality of Jasmine, um, like, uh, I feel like you captured it. You know, it's thank you. And just like with the vetiver and the frankincense, there's they each have their own personality and way of, of being in the world and how they move us. Um, even, you know, let's not get into the boring antimicrobial stuff, but you know, the emotional, like the working with the nervous system. And it's like Jasmine, you can run away, like you're running away with yourself, like you're getting like you kind of throw caution to the wind. I think is that expression or just like, yes. oh, forget it all. I'm just going to go <laughs> run with my arms wide in the sunshine through fields. And like, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> That's just, but, but also it's a night flower. Mm -hmm. So it's such a interesting way of freedom. You can be free, as you said, under the sun, but you can also be free at night. When nobody sees you, nobody, everybody's watching, every flower is, is sleeping. But Jasmine, it's time to, ooh, to shine, shine, to dance. And yeah, surprisingly, it's uh, longer than any other aromas or scents. But also when you smell it, it feels like a perfect, complete perfume. When you smell maybe frankincense or vetiver, you are thinking, okay, it's nice to blend with this, this. Jasmine, I don't want to have perfume just that contains only jasmine. 
So that's I mean, why I guess the music is just a complete piece. Yeah, chemically speaking, I mean, Jasmine is, uh, it is complex. You know, we could look at a chemistry report, but it's, there is a complexity to it. Uh, and flowers are super complex if you want to go down that road, like the chakras. And delicate, and, yeah. Yeah, they're incredibly complex, expressive parts of plants um, that, wow. I just uh, love this. And I'm actually curious. Um, we have a little time. I think we should play it again, uh, if you don't yeah. mind. Um, I don't mind. Do you ever compose or I don't want to use because you say you're not a composer, but you are. Do mm -hmm. you ever put your voice to the aromas? Do you ever translate and sing the oils? No, I did not. Uh, I did not even try, but I noticed that sometimes I feel, okay, this is all this oil or this smell. I would, uh, I would probably associate with this temper of voice or with this, mm -hmm. with this. But uh, it's difficult. I can't just come to people and say, okay, you know, your voice sounds like uh, Jasmine. Can you please sing for me and record? Because I have my own voice. I can't uh, sound or voice all the, all the fragrances. It will be just me. Yeah. I think it's more complicated. Yeah, I had to ask the question, but you, you bring up a really good point. And when you have a piano, you have all those, I don't know the all terms, those, the chords, yeah, the notes. The notes, to choose from. but still I feel, okay, this uh, oil probably, or this smell probably would better work with the, another instrument. Mm. But I'm dealing with the, whatever I have for now. And I'm hoping that my olfactory sounds will develop into something uh, bigger that's what I wish. And uh, yeah, when I have more time or access to other things or equipment, I will start to explore. I... Even composing uh, our days is not like days of uh, Mozart where you just, not just, I can't say just, where you compose right on a paper and it's sold as books and people play. Now everything is uh, online. Everything is on Spotify. You need to computerize your music. These mm -hmm. things, uh, I spent a lot of time being uh, on the stage. So these things I need to learn. <laughs> oh. uh, there's, there's a place for live music still and forget digital. Ugh. I believe, I believe. Yeah, that's why I'm not familiar m much with the digital, but yeah, because I'm dealing, my my job is to deal with people, with their voices. And mm -hmm. online, it's, uh, I don't want to work online. I try to work while we were, we all were having COVID around us and it's, it doesn't work. You cannot hear the higher frequency. They, mm -hmm. you cannot hear online. You need special applications or programs or microphones. And I don't like it because I need to touch my student. I need to touch their ribs, their stomachs mm -hmm. to check how they're breathing. If their diaphragm is moving in the right way, if they're opening their mouth, mouth completely properly, it's a, it should be offline, not online. Yeah. So, but 
I believe there is space for for this kind of music online and offline. Oh but yes. Wait. It's it's coming. It's in your future. But I just before we hear Jasmine again and start to wrap up because I know it's late for you. Um, no worries. Aromatherapy, essential oils must be experienced in person to to be with the plant, to be with the oil. So to have virtual aromatherapy sessions to me makes no sense. I know it's possible, but it's it's a very living experiential thing and just like music like if i could yeah. hear be in person with you and have that music further permeating every cell of mine i mean that would be so powerful like your music moved me it moved me digitally but if i could be there in person like it would be so intense um so i i agree with you <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, this is so gorgeous. So I, here's Jasmine again, and then yeah. we'll, we'll wind down. So here's Jasmine. Gosh. <laughs> I'm so happy to see your smile. Oh, I just was raising, like, I get this feeling of the music just fills me up and it's like the music swells and permeates and Jasmine is so heady. 
and its throw is huge, right? It's like it, it can it permeate is. a space. So I think you captured that. Uh, like I feel, I felt it through your music. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Well, I can't uh, thank you enough for this gift. Um, and I am so excited to stay in touch with you and to hopefully hear more pieces, buy pieces from Spotify. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I love these ideas. <laughs> uh, any, um, I just have this grin on my face. Any, any parting thoughts about Jasmine or um, anything you want to share about music and your process? And... The process. You know, with Jasmine, it was quite obvious how it should be. I just needed some time to put everything together. If with Vertiver, I was, okay, is that right? Is No, I was not confident about what I did or made. But again, whenever I smell and listen to it, it feels, yes, it's right. But whenever I'm left alone without the smell, I would doubt myself. Is that mm. right? Is it good? Is it good enough? With Jasmine, I didn't have. I didn't have it, and and it took less time to compose, even though it's a longer piece. It took longer to record because I was not satisfied with the certain clicks, or or somebody would knock uh, <laughs> suddenly on the door, play loudly music, or speak loudly. Uh, I tried different pianos, so I found uh, another piano that I felt the sound is much better for Jasmine. The process, uh -huh. it was uh, it was a flow. Jasmine put me in flow. It was very easy to compose. It was very natural and it was so perfect. It felt perfect. I mean, there is uh, nothing to say and uh, there is nothing to add. I would not change anything. Or maybe just to record it in a professional studio with a good, <laughs> with good uh, sound. Yeah, that I would uh, change. Yes, but like you but start, you start someplace. <laughs> yeah, but it just it puts you in such a high frequency, and you know I have some students who who know what I'm doing and who are mature enough, and you can speak to them about such things and. They're not little because I'm very careful to give them to smell whatever. And I'm careful what I'm bringing to work. If it's mm -hmm. something with peppermint, I don't bring it out if I have small kids, like four years old, six years old, even 10, I'm very careful. I have some teenagers, they know what I'm doing. And uh, sometimes I give them to smell because that's what I, I'm having with me, Jasmine on a cotton. And I said, okay, come here, come here. <laughs> before we start or after we finish our work and I play for them and uh, in a way they're my uh, they're my guides they can tell me okay this is this it's it's touching me it's mm. and I'm so happy to see that it it touches them it's a, and it's so wonderful to see how their faces are changing because uh, children, of course, they can lie. It doesn't, it's not true that children don't lie. They do lie, but you can see their emotions. Yeah. How they're, they don't, sometimes 
so Jasmine brought uh, made everybody speechless, <laughs> including me when I composed and listened to it. It's it's mind blowing. I'm so I'm so happy with myself. So Jasmine <laughs> made me happy yeah. and satisfied. And to embody that like through music, like it's just such a wonderful thing you're doing. It's very inspiring. And I hope, um, I know you'll keep doing this, but I, I think it gives aromatherapy. Like it's another way to share the messages of the oils. Like the two of us, you're smiling. I'm still smiling. Like that's Jasmine. Vetiver was so different. So like to be able to communicate through sound, you know, other than, you know, reading a book, you know, it's like, it's just such a beautiful thing. So I'm so excited yeah. to meet you. True. <laughs> I'm excited to meet you. <laughs> Sincerely. And to play for you, not uh, online, <laughs> offline. It's, uh, thank so, you for inviting. It's so beautiful, and I'm happy you suggested the oils you wanted. Uh, it's it it's meant to be. It's meant to be. I I <laughs> love it. So, is there anywhere we can find you on Instagram? So I really encourage folks to look you up at Olfactory Sounds. Um, any other way we could find you, or that's to be determined? Um, I think this is a good place to find me because uh, I had uh, my aromatherapy Instagram before and website, but it was hacked and I was not able to get it back. So I just uh, closed and I need to change everything. And that's how basically I opened Olfactory Sounds because I didn't want to open one more aromatherapy Instagram or <clears throat> website and speak about things that a lot of people, people speak and they do a good job, a wonderful job. And I was actually thinking, do I need to do something or no, or it's enough. I took my time and I decided to open only a factory sound. So I think it's a good place to find me. I have a, I have a Facebook page where I'm not active as I was before. Um, I don't have anything else. I consider yeah. olfactory sounds as a baby. It just mm -hmm. recently was born. So I'm curious where it goes. And it's a beautiful place to connect and to see people responses. So I will be grateful if people go and see. But my suggestion is to have oils to smell. Yes. Music itself probably will be just, uh, just, just music. Maybe it will not make as much sense as I put mm -hmm. in it when you smell it it's that yeah. beautiful combination yeah i i highly um strongly agree with you if you can um most of the people that listen to this podcast are oil people i hate that term oily people but um <laughs> yeah be sure to have the plant the oils and olfactory sounds definitely go check juliana out um i can't thank you enough so I think um, let's wind down and thank you. Yeah, I I could keep chatting for hours. So as I yeah, uh, same. Say, <laughs> as I say at the end of every episode of Essential Aromatica, ciao for now. Thank you. Thank you.